Back Porching Podcast is brought to you in part by Legacy Now. Legacy Now is a ministry I lead that exists to serve those that serve others, primarily in the student ministry space. If I can serve you or for more information about my ministry or to connect with me on social media, you can find more information at LegacyNow.me. That's LegacyNow.me. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the porch. Hope you're doing well. It's uh, still in the middle of the uh, pandemic season. If things might be changing, we'll see what's going on uh, with everything going on. But uh, uh, late one night on the back porch, just kind of doing some thinking and wanted to share a quick thought with you. I uh, Last fall, uh, I served as a community pastor uh, part-time at a local Christian school called Legacy Community Academy, an incredible place. And one of my roles there is I, I have a chance to, to be a part of the chapel that we do regularly for this year for high schoolers. And I think I've shared this before, but last fall, the theme we really talked about a lot that kind of wove through a lot of our chapel conversations and things we, we went through was um, this idea that came from a book I read last summer. I'm pretty sure I talked about it in one of the first podcasts, which was uh, knowing your why. When you know your why, you have a purpose. When you know your why, you're dangerous because you're almost free to be the person God created you to be because you see purpose in every step and everything you do. And... Uh, knowing your why is a really crucial and dangerous thing for a follower of Christ because uh, first and foremost our why is just to know him and to represent him in all we we say and we do. Um, secondly in that, there's gifts and talents and resources he's given you for a reason. You're wired the way you are for a reason and uh, you do the things you do and you're passionate about the things you're passionate about for a reason. And for me, um, that reason is very simple. and. I know I've shared this before, but uh, it's just especially relevant right now. Um, and for me, the why is uh, people. It's investing in other people. And yesterday, uh, digitally, of course, nature of where culture is right now and our country is, uh, was the last day for the senior leaders at the church I get a chance to serve at. And I've had a chance as a coach, which is a role that helps work with leaders and the students, um, to walk through life with these these incredible humans for the last four years and I just started thinking about four years ago when we met them in a room at the church sat in a circle and started telling stories and talking about the journey of being a small group leader all the way up to yesterday which was their last day with their students and what an incredible time that's been we spent a lot of time back here with a lot of leaders in fact we did a leader hang fairly regularly where many of them would come back here and we just hang out and do life together and talk about stuff and uh, a lot of the guys, I know some of you guys listen to this, some of you have uh, become regulars back here and have sharpened me and challenged me and pushed me and encouraged me in incredible ways, just these incredible conversations about life and faith and Jesus and our purpose and our meeting and navigating life with students. And it's just been an amazing time. I've, I've served as a coach in some form or fashion for a long time at our church and been a part of our student ministry for a long time. And I'll be honest, I've told quite a few people this. This go-round has been especially special. And I, I don't know why it's hard to put words to it. It might just be the individuals involved, these incredible people. But they've become uh, way more than just volunteers. They've become my friends and dudes that I really value and have loved being a part of their life. And I hope in some form or fashion maybe uh, uh, they would say the same. But... Uh, I'm just so thankful for these guys, and as our time wrapped up yesterday, it just reminded me again 
about my why. I, I love that I've had a chance to sit in their groups and hang out and go to camp and cook food and uh, chew the fat and have serious conversations and stupid conversations and uh, some really hard, hard things and some really amazing things and some celebrations and some mourning. And this last four years has been incredible. And these guys have been unbelievable showing up and being a part of their students' lives. And I'm so grateful to call them my friends. And for me, it's just so amazing um, having that uh, front row seat of watching others invest in, in people and being able to, to come alongside and hopefully encourage and sharpen them a little bit as they do that. It's just been so amazing to uh, see them do what they do. At the same time, it's given me a renewed purpose because I love it. I love walking through life with these guys. I love watching them uh, chase after their students. I love watching them wrestle with the fact that we can't change a human heart. And when you care about somebody, that's really hard. And when you care about a student and they're struggling, you wish you could just fix it, and you can't. You can just be present, and you can point to the hope that can only be found in Jesus. And that's really hard. If you really do relational ministry, it's really, really, really hard. Yeah, these guys have showed up time after time and done an incredible job. And I'm so thankful to call them my friends. And I say that. I said that a couple times because it's true. I've served before as a coach, and at times it's just they're volunteers and you're a volunteer, and hey, how are you, and, and that's it. But this time around it's been especially rich and uh, way more than that. And these guys have become my community, and I'm thankful for them. And in a very weird way, I didn't realize until about halfway through, my buddy and I were talking, who serves as a coach as well, how incredible it's been for us just to, to rub shoulders with these guys and to jump in the trenches with these guys. It's really uh, challenged me in ways that I was not anticipating. But really, really, it's been a fun, fun ride. Uh, tomorrow night, I'll wrap up uh, the year, I think, uh, with my teenage dudes. And that group has been all over the place with, with who's in it and when we meet and where we meet. And uh, we, We've gone digital the last season because of uh, the stay-at-home orders and all that stuff. And this group is, uh, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I've been leading student small groups for over 20 years, and this group has by far been one of the most interesting, challenging um, one for, for me uh, trying to crack this nut. But, uh, man, I've just fallen in love with the hearts of these guys and what I believe God wants to do in and through their lives. And... Um, the fact that they show up every week online and have conversations that are honest about struggles and about uh, questions about faith has just been really challenging to me, making me wonder, would I have done that when I was in high school? I hope I would, but I, I don't know the answer to that. I had a great small group leader, but it was easy for me. And these guys have had to put some work in, and it's been really cool to see them and their families in many ways. When we were meeting... Uh, before this, you know, most of them can't drive yet, and so the, the parents had to drop them off and pick them up or whatever. And so it's not just the students, the families were engaged as well, and it's just been really uh, special this time around as a small group to see where God's taken us. And, and the cool thing for me, uh, most of the guys in the group are freshmen, is we're just getting started. I think about my last group and who we started with and who we finished with, and it was not the same group. But the cool thing is there was a committed group of dudes who showed up every week to open their hearts about their life and their faith and the good and the bad and the ugly of the journey of becoming a man of God. And 
I'm excited to see what God has ahead with this group. And for whoever's going to be a part of it, I'm really excited to see what the Lord wants to do with this collection of really special, gifted people. And for me, again, that's my why. That's why God put me here. I had a friend ask me the other day, why do you, why do you make food and have dudes over? I love it. Like, it's not work to me. I look forward to it. Like, that's a highlight of the week for me every week. It's part of my why. It's not a hassle on my calendar. It's something I look forward to. Like, I can't wait to spend time with these guys over the week and just dig into life and laugh and have serious conversation and goof off and just be a safe place because we all need a safe place. And I, I think for me, this season of wrapping up uh, with the guys at Inside Out, which is the, the high school ministry at our church, and wrapping up with the guys in a small group for the year. Um, typically, we'll, we meet during the school year as a small group with the students, and then we'll take summer off and then pick up again when school starts back. And hopefully this summer we'll be able to do some hang time and game nights, especially since we've not been able to hang out much the last couple months. And for me, that's that's huge. That Those summer hang times and game nights are as important sometimes as group because that's really when you build relationships and you really get a chance just to hang out and goof off and uh, usually don't have great big serious discussions, but you're just present and you hang out and you make memories. And sometimes you do have great conversations, but it's not about that. It's just about hanging out and being a part of each other's lives and making memories, playing stupid games and being competitive and all that kind of good stuff. But again... That's my why. I love that. I love it when we get to have those times and, and just hang out. Like, for me, that, that gets me going. Like, I, I'm excited about that. I can't wait to hopefully do that again soon because that's part of my why. It's part of the reason I believe God put me here. Maybe you're wondering why I'm sharing all this. And it's simple. I want to bring it back to you. What, what's your why? And during this time of... Maybe you have a little bit more uh, headspace to think. I want to challenge you to think about your why again. What, what's Why did God put you here? What's your life about? What gets you excited? What do you want to spend the best hours of your day doing? And uh, a long time ago, I remember reading Andy Stanley's book, and my boss at the time um, put it this way. He was talking about vision and, and your passion. He said, what makes you pound the table? Because no one else is doing it. What makes you want to step up and go, I'll do it? And for me, that's always been investing in the lives of others. And that's why God put me here, and that's what my life is about. And frankly, it's a big reason this back porch is here. I, I firmly believe God gave me this porch. Um, one, for myself, just to have space to hang out and, and think and do life. But uh, two, just to have space to do life with other people. I love that my men's group meets out here. I love that I have friends who text all the time and say, can we porch it tonight? Which means I want to hang out and talk. Gosh, it's just the coolest thing in the world to me. That's my why. Like, it's not a hassle for me. It's a purpose. And the reason I say that to you is I just want to challenge you to think about your everyday life. What are those things in your life that feel like hassles? And what are those things that get your your heart right up? Because it, it gives you purpose. It gives you that reminder of why good God put you here. You know, last fall at chapel uh, with the students at the school, I... It was so cool unveiling this idea and then digging in deeper and deeper and deeper and even had some other people share about it. And then lunchtime conversations or hallway conversations with students. It was so cool to hear how the 
that seed of a thought really resonated with quite a few people and really challenged some people to consider uh, who God made them to be. And again, the first and foremost answer to that is, is to be His. God made us to be His. But secondly, why? Why did God make you the way He made you? Why did God give you the, the things He's given you? When you can find that, things aren't hassles. They're purpose-driven. They're, they're fuel. In fact, for me, it's frustrating that I can't hang out as much with people. And although Back Porch has been rather full lately with, with individuals, you know, social distancing, of course, but uh, it's still a very weird season when you uh, are taken away from and why. For me, it's given me more time to think and to pray and to consider some things and, and realize how, how often I took for granted the fact that I could just meet every week with a group of people. And as that's been taken away to agree, you appreciate even the Zoom meetings and the, the Google Meets and all that stuff. What's that for you? What does this season cause you to think about? What does that? What does this season cause you to to step around and think about? And and what what's rolling through your brain as you're trying to go to sleep at night? What's God trying to tell you? Because here's my guess: in the middle of all this awful, awful stuff going on with this disease and this virus, I still believe God's very good. I still believe God has great plans. I was reminded the other day when President Bush posted his Instagram about how America came together after 9-11 and how it seems like even today people, because people are for the most part following the rules, that it seems like we're at least unified in trying to, to beat this virus uh, by staying at home and doing the, the things we need to do. I was reminded after 9-11 happened, the ministry I worked for sent a bunch of people to New York. And they had gospel conversations with a bunch of people just on the streets and, and communities. And a ton of people, uh, because they were looking for hope and looking for answers, found Jesus. In the midst of something really awful, there he was. And I've shared this before, one of the most goosebump moments of my life was our weekly meeting for that ministry uh, the week after 9-11. I will never forget that night because God answered questions and God showed up in a very real heartfelt and practical way he's in this he's also in this for your why he's gonna sharpen it for you and give you the space in this time to wonder and to think and to dream and to ask and to pray and to stop and to rest and to get ready for what's ahead if you're like me and your why is being maybe taken back a little bit it's given me some time to take care of myself and to think about what's ahead, but also uh, get excited about what's ahead as well. And I want to challenge you to think about whatever that is for you. And that could be, who knows what that could be. It could be uh, billions of things of what you could be passionate about or what you're excited about or what you're interested in. And my guess is this is the time to prepare. It's the time to get ready, to hit the ground running once that green light gets hit chase after that with everything you have for his glory and for his renown so what's your why i know i've asked that before but it just feels right to ask it again what's your why for me uh, this time we, you know as we're wrapping up the dude that ends that out and uh, as our small groups kind of coming to a, a yearly end uh, it's reminded me of my why even more and it's encouraged me again for why god put me here i hope you can find that for yourself so that's a few thoughts from the back porch tonight. Look forward to talking again soon.